Welcome back to Sophie and Sebastian. We're excited to start season two with a brand new story in which Sophie makes a new friend and is in danger of being burned to a crisp. Enjoy! This story is called Lava Land. One day, when Sophie was sitting on a branch of the apple tree, she noticed something. A little girl she had never seen before was coming down the sidewalk on her scooter. Sophie couldn't decide what to look at first. The girl with her flowing black hair or the pretty pink scooter with tassels on the ends of the handles. When the girl came closer, she looked shyly at Sophie. Hi there, said Sophie. Can I help you? Do you want to play? asked the girl. Sure, said Sophie, and she jumped down onto the grass. My name is Sophie, she said. My name is Jasmine, and we've just moved here. Oh, did you buy the big ugly house on the corner? It's not ugly, said Jasmine. You are. Oops, said Sophie. That's not what I meant. Sophie thought for a second. Jasmine turned her scooter around as if she was going home again. If something is really big, Sophie explained quickly, then you can just call it Big Ugly, but in a nice kind of way. That's what I say to my dad. Hey, Big Ugly, I say. I just want to give you a snuggly. A what? asked Jasmine. A snuggly. That means a hug, but a really tight one. You are strange, said Jasmine. She frowned and turned up her nose. I know, said Sophie. I can be a bit strange. But then you haven't met the rest of my family yet. How many of you are there? asked Jasmine. A lot, said Sophie. She counted on her fingers. There's Mum and Dad, and then there's Tessa, Lucas, me, and Sebastian. So that makes seven, or maybe ten. Wow, said Jasmine. I'm the only kid in my family. My dad always says there are already too many people in the world. What's wrong with people? said Sophie. Oh, it's hard to explain. It has something to do with their feet, I think. Some people's feet are too big. When they're walking, they leave behind these humongous footprints. I get it, said Sophie. If you have big feet, then when you're walking, there's not enough time for the ants to escape. And that just isn't fair. Imagine if you were an ant and everything was sunny and then suddenly this gigantic foot was coming down. You wouldn't be very happy. Exactly, said Jasmine. That's why you should walk on your tippy toes as much as possible. Then Sophie had an idea. I know just the perfect game for that, said Sophie. It's called Lava Land. Do you want to play? Sure, said Jasmine. How does it go? So, we have to save the world because there is lava everywhere and you have to walk very carefully so you don't burn to a crisp. How do you know what is lava? Everything is lava, but you can put things on top that make it safe. Sophie looked around. She noticed a basket of clothes by the clothesline. We can use those clothes. They're white, so they can be blocks of ice that you can walk on. Then Sophie and Jasmine carried the basket to the front step 
and started to make a path through the lava. First, Sophie put down Tessa's slightly damp undershirt. She jumped on with one foot. It was hard to stay balanced. Here, said Jasmine, and she handed Sophie some socks. Sophie made a little trail that went right up to the apple tree. From there you had to swing from one branch to the next before you got to the next block of ice. Remember, said Sophie, you're only allowed to stand on one foot at a time, and if you step on the lava, you die. Pretty soon they could get all the way to the middle of the lawn. This is fun, said Jasmine, but I think we have run out of ice. What should we do? We have to make it to the hose, said Sophie. Then we can put out all the fires. But we don't have enough ice. We'll catch on fire. Let me see how hot the lava is here, said Sophie. Once we know the temptation, we can make an honest decision. You mean the temperature, said Jasmine? Exactly, said Sophie. She dipped her big toe in the lava. Ow, 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 my toe is on fire. Somebody put it out, quick, blow on it. Jasmine did her best, but it's very difficult to stand on one leg and bend over to blow out a burning toe. Just rub it on the ice, she said. That always does the trick. Sophie rubbed out her toe. When she lifted her foot, she saw that the lava had burnt a small green hole in one of Mum's shirts. She said to Jasmine, When you're standing on a spot that's really, really hot, don't think twice, just put your foot in ice. Hey, that rhymes, said Jasmine. Of course it does, said Sophie. And you can sing it any time you're on fire. Now let's hop back to the beginning and move the first blocks of ice to the end. Then they sang their song and kept moving the ice to the front of the path. Once or twice, Sophie and Jasmine dipped a toe in the lava, but mostly they kept their balance. They had almost reached the hose when Sebastian came running out of the house. He had seen Jasmine through the window, and he came to check her out. But before he could say, Hi, my name is Sebastian, and I like your hair, Sophie shouted, Watch out, Sebastian! You're standing on lava! You're going to die! Sebastian grinned from ear to ear. He had been to lava land before, and he would show Jasmine the proper way to die. I'm on fire, he shouted. I'm going to die. He spun in circles, fell on the ground, and writhed in pain, until finally he was dead. Wow, said Jasmine. This lava is dangerous. Is he really dead? Sophie prodded Sebastian with her foot. Yep, she said. He's a goner. But he should have died somewhere else because now he's in the way of our path. I can almost reach the hose and save everyone in the whole wide world. But this young man only thought about himself. How tropical. Maybe you can step on him, suggested Jasmine. Are you kidding, said Sophie. Look at the smoke coming off his body. He's so hot he could start a forest fire. Sebastian opened one eye, but he said nothing. What are we going to do then, asked Jasmine. We'll have to make a bridge, said Sophie. Here, 
pass me that towel. Then Sophie threw a towel to the other side of Sebastian's dead body. She leaned over and planted her hands on the ice. Now you can hop over on my back, she said. But please be careful. It's very hot this close to the flames. I can hardly breathe. You are so brave, said Jasmine. Just think about what people will say about you in the future. What will they say? asked Sophie. They will say that when the whole world was on fire and people were dying left, right and center, especially in the center, you laid yourself down like a bridge. Maybe they'll even make a statue of you. First, we have to survive, said Sophie. Quick, step on my back. Then Jasmine carefully stepped on Sophie's back. Even though Sebastian was dead, he now had both his eyes open. He wasn't sure he liked having two people over top of him. It was certainly a funny sight, and next door Bert and Fran, the old neighbors, were curiously looking on from their porch. There was Jasmine, balancing on one leg, her arms stretched out as if she was flying, trying hard not to fall off Sophie's back. And underneath them both lay Sebastian. It was hard to stay dead for long. He was getting bored and looking for something to do. And then he had a funny thought. It was the kind of thought that just sneaks into your brain and then you're just itching to do it. You can't help it. Sebastian wiggled his hands. Yes, they still had life in them. Then he moved his fingers. They were as quick as ever. And then, can you guess what happened next? Well, if you had a brother or sister and you could see all their tickle spots, their sides and armpits, the hollow of their knees, the crook in their elbow, all those lovely soft tickle spots, what would you do? Wouldn't you give them a good tickle? Ah, no, hey, stop, yelled Sophie. This is not fair. I'm supposed to be a bridge. But she couldn't stay as still as a bridge. Sophie tried to get away from Sebastian's fingers, and as she did so, Jasmine fell off her back. Both of them fell deep into the lava, and both of them were burned to a crisp. There was no way to save them now. It's really too bad, but that was the end of both girls. They had a very happy childhood, but no one can survive falling into burning hot lava. After a few good screams, Sophie and Jasmine closed their eyes. It took Jasmine a little longer to die, because she peeked at Sophie a few times to see how the thing was done. But in the end, she too was dead. And there they lay for a little while. All three children were dead. Another time they could have saved the world, but not today. Sophie certainly wasn't very happy about it. She knew she had to stay dead for a little bit longer yet, but after that she was going to open her eyes and talk to Sebastian about the rules for tickling. You can't just tickle someone who's being a bridge. That's not allowed. But when she opened her eyes, she saw a strange man walking towards them. It was Jasmine's dad. He had come to check up on Jasmine. And when Jasmine opened her eyes and saw her dad, she said, 
Hey, Big Ugly, guess what we've been doing? We've been playing Lava Land. Big Ugly, said her dad. Who told you to say that? My friend Sophie, said Jasmine. She's my new best friend. And then Jasmine went home and told her dad all about Sophie and Sebastian's family and just how many of them there were. But Sophie and Sebastian stayed behind and quickly threw all the laundry back in the basket because that way Mum would never find out that some of the clothes were a little burnt. And then they went to visit Bert and Fran and Sophie told them that they had tried to save the world but sometimes you can't and that's okay. There's always a next time. Thanks for listening to Sophie and Sebastian. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You can also find us on Facebook. And if you want to help us grow our audience, please leave a comment or a review. Bye for now.